Well, good evening, folks. The Houston Astros are going to face... Wait. Oh, the game was postponed? Yep, that's right. They will play the day before the team that wins comes to Houston. That may set up well for the Houston Astros. Eric and I are here, and we're going to break down the Astros matchups against the Guardians and the Yankees. Who do they match up against? And some roster moves. What players you may see on the roster, what players may be removed from the roster. Let's talk about this on this pre-ALCS edition of Locked on Astros. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. Find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive. Positive. I don't care who we face in the OCS. Always Stros. All right. I was hoping that we would have some verdict today. We decided we were going to wait and do the show like really late today. Um, I'm still trying to recover over being sick, but it just, it was like when they, they decided to just postpone it. And a lot of Yankees fans left Yankee stadium, like booing and like upset. And they're like, it's not raining right now. Why are we leaving right now? I mean, why did you cancel game? Why couldn't you just play it? But this is going to set up an epic matchup tomorrow, and it's going to be a 307 uh, our time. And what if this goes extra innings? What if they have to use all <laughs> the relievers? Then they have to get into the um, then they have to get into the plane and fly to Houston, whoever wins this. So this could set up really well. And you know what's also could set up really well for you? Subscribing to us on YouTube. Please, guys, we're trying to make our way to 10,000. Now that we've got to 5,000, we're trying to go to 10,000. So go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the Locked On Astros podcast. Yeah, so the Houston Astros are looking to face off against whether it's the Guardians or the Yankees. And I've been asking all day. I went to Twitter and I said, who would you rather face? And a lot of people are defaulting to well, I don't care who we face, just as long as we beat the other team. And I kind of understand that. But if if I'm looking at my poll right now that I put out earlier, um, 61% of y'all say that we match up better against the Yankees than the Guardians. And so the bottom line is that the Astros are going to have to just bring their A game. Their pitchers, I believe, are a well-oiled machine, well-oiled machine and they are going to be tough to beat. Eric, I talked about it last night on my recap. And basically, this bullpen only gave up one run over three games against the Mariners. One run. And that's including with the 18-inning game. You right. know, the, dip, the difference, Eric, between the 18-inning game in Seattle and the 18-inning game in 05, I mean, in 04, is that the Houston Astros were scoring runs. Brad Ausmus tied that in the ninth, I believe, made it 6-6, six to six, if I'm not yes. mistaken. And so there were, there were runs scored. There was action in innings 1 through 9. But here's a little tidbit that I just found on Twitter. I stumbled upon this. Did you know that Zach Grinke and his entire family were at the Mariners game? 
And now he wasn't wearing Mariners gear, but his wife and his kids and their friends, I think their friends were from Seattle, they were wearing Mariners gear. They were pulling for the Mariners. I just thought that was odd. And it was Zach Greinke's first time to sit in the stands since he's been a Major League Baseball player watching a game. And nobody recognized him. Uh, they said he was wearing a Fisher hat or something yeah. and very incognito. And yes, he's normally a guy that kind of stands out. But if you're if there's uh, thousands and thousands of people there, I think somebody like Zach Greinke can kind of fit into the crowd there. But did you know that this was also 17 year anniversary of that Albert Pujols home run off of Brad Lich? Uh, so that, <clears throat> I know that uh, Alvarez did that against the Mariners as well, something similar. But, uh, yeah, so what could happen in this game? And there's a conspiracy out there that the Yankees pushed for the game to be postponed. Why? So instead of having Jamison Talion uh, start today and have kind of a bullpen game, uh, they're going to have Nestor Cortez on a short or semi-short uh, or semi-full rest to pitch in uh, game five and the Yankee, the, sorry, the, the guardians will be able to pull back Shane Bieber. And so that sets up a better pitching matchup. So the Yankees probably felt better with their odds of advancing with that. But at the same time, that means he would not be uh, Nestor would not be available bef- uh, for game four of the ALCS if the Yankees do advance. So that's right. advantage Astros. So someone had asked in the chat here if the Guardians had our number or not this year. In 2022, the Houston Astros have one, two, three, four wins versus the Guardians' three wins. So we were four and three against them. And in our wins, we scored six-plus runs in three of those four games. So the times they beat us, Eric, they scored six runs once. They scored four and one. So um, right now, I think this game, this series going to game five and this game five being pushed to the day before in a 407 Eastern standard time start that really puts them on their heels. Now it can be a trap game too, because it can cause maybe the home team that's had the advantage to kind of sit back and go, ah, you know, they're tired. They're not going to come in energized. We got this, but not this team. I don't think this team is going to sit back on their laurels any. They're going to respect the opponent. Eric, Garrett Cole, in game four of the ALDS, pitched his tail off. Eight strikeouts. He looked just as solid when he left than when he got on the mound in the first inning. And you remember what he did last year in the wild card. He didn't even last three innings. So you've got a Garrett Cole who's firing on all cylinders. You've got an Aaron Judge who is hungry. You've got it in the Yankees team that is very capable. I know they looked really bad and weak towards the end of the season, but neither one of these teams, the Astros, are going to take lightly. Yes, and as Rich says, the Astros in a regular season versus Yankees, they were 5-2, and two, and the only times that the Yankees actually had to lead were because of late-inning heroics. I think um, Aaron Judge. And Aaron, Aaron Judge. Judge walked it off twice, I believe. Oh, he, it was him twice. Okay, yeah. I believe it was, yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, that the Astros basically had the lead almost in a whole series except for the ninth inning. I think uh, Ryan Presley was the victim of one of those. But And then if you look at the Guardians, they're four and three. So let's look at the pitching matchup. So the Astros versus the Yankees this year are five and two with the 2.98 ERA. 
They have 9.5 strikeouts per nine innings. And against the Guardians this year, they're four and three with a 2.21 ERA uh, with 7.4 strikeouts per nine innings. And what did they do offensively? Well, versus the Yankees, they had a 218 batting average, 693 OPS with nine home runs and 27 RBIs. They were five for seven in stolen bases. And versus the Guardians, they were had a 235 batting average, 655 OPS. They had six home runs and 26 RBIs, and they were one for one in stolen bases. So that's a little bit of the offensive comparison and pitching comparison between what they did against the Astros this year. Yeah, the the Houston Astros, I think, match up fine against both teams, Eric. I, I don't I think I think the Guardians have definite hitters in their lineup and Ramirez and Quan, this this new rookie, Oscar Gonzalez, I believe, is the one that's walked off two games for SpongeBob. Them. Um yeah, that's right. Naylor, who what did you see? Did you see his flex bin. after? Oh my gosh, that was the wrong thing to do. He should not have done that. Like I have never seen a player look at a pitcher like that. I'm surprised he didn't get clocked rounding second because yeah. that was something you would go, okay, I understand why the shortstop decked him on the, with a blindside punch in the cranium because that was brutal. And Naylor, this guy, if I've kind of watched him this season. This dude is a wild card, man. This guy has got almost like a Colby Rasmus mixed with Josh Reddick kind of mentality. But, dude, he doesn't give a crap what you think. Now, look, I don't know what you're betting on, okay? Um, But I'm thinking the Astros have a really good chance to return to the Fall Classic. But let's not put the cart before the horse. Let's talk about football. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. The the Texans are steamrolling to the number one pick and getting Young in as the quarterback. And as always, BetOnline remains your number one continued source for all your sports wagering information. With live betting and up-to-the-minute scores, uh, for every sport out there, you don't have to have a Jack Easterby to mess up your picks because betonline.net is your go to person, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to betonline.net and use your mobile device and learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. So yeah, that was a nice little um, little uh, slide there of Jack Easterby there. But uh, did you know that tomorrow is actually the start of the NLCS? So you're going to have Game Five of the ALDS, and then the the championship series has already started. So that's going to be kind of weird. And so the Yankees have kind of backed themselves up against the wall. They should have took care of business, but the guardians are a team that I've been kind of worried about. Um, And if you look at, they're not a home run hitting team. The Yankees lead the uh, league, I believe with 254 home runs. The Astros have 214. The guardians are way down there at 127. So they're not going to hit a a whole lot of home runs. They're also not going to score a lot of runs. Uh, the Yankees have 807 in the regular season. Astros 737. The Guardians 698. Uh, 
So that's a big difference between the two teams. Now, if you're looking at what they do well, they do steal bases well. They they did league the league in uh, steals with 119. The Yankees had 102, and the Astros had 83. And if you look at OPS, the Yankees had 751, 743 for the Astros, and 699 for the Guardians. So the Guardians benefited from playing in a weaker division. They definitely played in a division that was up for grabs, and they had the pitching that kind of dominated everything. And I do have the stats in a little bit about the bullpens and everything. But uh, what are you thinking about offensively? Who's the better match for the Astros? Well, so when when I'm looking at the OPS right now and the on-base percentage for the Astros, um, you clearly have Jason Castro. He's batting a thousand. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to, I had to, I had to throw Jason Castro in there because it was the one stat when I looked at this on Stat Muse that stood out to me. But I digress. So, um, really, in in all honesty, um, Marty Maldonado has a 1.018 OPS, a slugging percentage of 6.43, an on base percentage of 3.75, and an average of 3.57. Kyle Tucker has an 821 um, OPS, 571, 250, and 143 average, not great on average. Jake Myers, 889, which we don't know if he's going to be on the playoff roster, and we'll talk about that soon. But this team looks like they do a pretty darn good job on here against the Cleveland Guardians. Jose Altuve, and I'm looking, I cannot believe that I – I don't know where Jordan Alvarez is on here. He's not on my stat muse stats. I'll have to look it up. Jose Altuve, 832 OPS on base percentage and average of 370 and average of 346. Now, when it comes to the Yankees, Eric, um, Alex Bregman is 1191 on OPS, 375 average, slugging percentage 708. That looks pretty good. Um, who else? Jose Altuve, 893. 231 average, but he's got a pretty high OPS. Chas McCormick and Jordan Alvarez have the top OPS versus the Yankees in 1.125 and Jordan Alvarez 1.171, both hitting a 750 slugging percentage against the Yankees. So what I'm trying to say here, Eric, is your hitters in this lineup that can hit have done the job against both teams. I don't know that you can say that they necessarily favor one group versus another, but I do think that McKenzie has looked a little vulnerable in the playoffs. The Guardians pitchers have not been as stellar as they were, otherwise it wouldn't be going to a fifth game. And I don't like a Garrett Cole that is fired up because we have seen him pitch very well against the Houston Astros. Where I do like the matchup for the offense versus the Yankees is against their bullpen, if I'm being very honest. I that bullpen does not intimidate me one bit. The the Guardians closer in bullpen situations is I think a little bit better, but I know you have the actual stats. I'm just going off of optics and what I know and what I've seen. So the Astros key hitters have done very well against both teams overall all right so um the astros bullpen versus guardians bullpen is actually pretty comparable the astros have a 0.44 era with the 0.69 whip noise 
and a 10-18 strikeout per nine inning rate. So that's the Astros bullpen. The Guardians bullpen is 0.70 ERA, 0.66 whip, and 11.92 K per nine innings. So that shows that those two teams are pretty comparable. Here's where the Yankees are, and here's where the Yankees have had some trouble definitely in this series. Their ERA is 3.55, not terrible. Their whip is 1.18, and they're doing 9.24 strikeouts per nine innings. So their ERA for the bullpen is a little bit down for the Yankees. So uh, that's that's why the Guardians are where they are, and they're finding a way to have the late inning magics. You saw uh, Oscar uh, Gonzalez have that. I think his Gonzalez, right? Uh, he had that big yes. hit the other day to uh, walk off for the the Guardians. So the the bullpen is kind of letting the Yankees down. But overall, the um, if you look at the pitching stats, they pretty much compare very favorably for both sides with the guardians and Astros 2.25 ERA for both teams. And uh, the batting average is the Astros have a little bit of an edge there. If you're looking at what they've done so far in the playoffs, 217, 661 OPS with six home runs, 13 RBIs, two stolen bases. The Yankees are batting 177 with the 615 OPS and the guardians are batting 223 with a 595 OPS. Okay. The Yankees do have seven home runs and the Guardians have five home runs. So the teams are pretty comparable. The Yankees are struggling a little bit more as a team. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to get you to Alvarez. Alvarez actually has been a lot more successful versus the Yankees and the Guardians. I didn't realize he had a 182 on the season in seven games, only four hits, where Against the Yankees, five hits, two home runs, six RBIs, four runs scored in six games, hitting 313. So I do like Jordan Alvarez versus the Yankees pitching more just from recency bias. Right. Um, uh, Mr. Corona had mentioned, he said, hey, hey, uh, Brett, um, what's that you say about momentum not going from game to game? I think momentum in a series can swing from game to game. Um, I don't think it can go from series to series. Uh, I mean, if it would have gone from series to series, the Mariners would have won that that first game. I mean, plain and simple, the Mariners should have won that first game because of the way things went. But it was the bullpen, and that's got to be the lead for this team going in. Eric, this team's bullpen, this team's starting, like there's not a single team out there that has the amount of ammunition. I mean, we still had two other pitchers that technically – could have gone had we gone to like 28 innings. Like I'm being serious. And Luis Garcia, here's the thing. Even though he pitched five, even though Brown pitched two and all the other guys pitched, game four set up nicely. They still had pitchers that have gone the, that could have gone the next day without a problem. Right. I think Baker said after the game that Verlander would have gone in game four if needed. So that would have taken him out of game one of the ALCS. Right. So luckily that didn't happen. But um, somebody was asking earlier about Yuli Gurriel's batting average. Yes, uh, he's doing pretty good. He's got a 400 batting average, a 1,000 OPS. He's got one home run and one RBI in 15 at-bats. Um, then you also have Alvarez. His batting average took a little dive in that 18-inning game because he went 0 for, what, 8 or something. But uh, it's at 267, but his OPS is 1.086. And he's got two home runs and seven RBIs. So – the offense is doing good, but like you talked about in yesterday's show, 
Jeremy Pena is the reason why the Astros are rallying, rallying late, and they're, he's the reason why they're scoring uh, these runs. He has, what, four of the Astros uh, runs in the playoffs, and so he's doing good, and he's batting second. So he's while Altuve is not getting on base, he is doing his best to get on base for Alvarez. I, you know, I, dude, I love Jeremy Pena. Th- this kid, Eric, has done an admirable job. Day one, he came in and said, "I'm, I'm not Carlos Correa. I'm Jeremy Pena. I'm going to do what I do." And not only that, the team bought into this kid, not just because they trusted him, but because his predecessor put his full weight and confidence into Jeremy Pena. And Carlos Correa's endorsement of Jeremy Pena, and that's not something a lot of people talk about, was a key piece of laying the foundation. And he started hot. He kind of planed out, plateaued, started dipping down. And then what did he do? He found a swing again. He still swings at a lot of sliders, but he has done the job and he has been there. And it's a beautiful thing to see guys like Jeremy Pena. Um, I'm wondering, are we going to see David Hensley on this roster? Let's talk about some movements on this roster that may happen. Um, And then later on, before we end the show, y'all have all got to stay tuned. I'm going to announce the winner live on the show of the Jordan Alvarez 2021 ALCS MVP trophy bobblehead. Okay. So looking towards the ALCS, I think it does matter who the Astros face. One thing I do know, or I'm pretty confident about is the fact that they will take one hitter off the roster and add another pitcher because of what we saw in game uh, three of the ALDS. I mean, what if you have another 18 inning games and you're in a seven game series? What if it goes seven games uh, and you don't have you only have one off day in between that? So you you definitely want that extra arm. So if you're looking at who played the least in that series, it's going to be Jake Myers. Jake Myers is probably going to be the odd man out, even though he does play great defense. But uh, it seems like Dusty Baker. Yes, he did get that start, but Dusty Baker seems to like David Hensley. And uh, he brought in uh, Dubon as a defensive replacement later in the game. So I think that you'll probably see one of those guys getting off the roster. And if you place the, uh, if you face the Cleveland Guardians, you could see somebody like uh, Will Smith make it a team because they do have three uh, dangerous lefties, including Jose Ramirez. So that's somebody that you could uh, come in and do that. So if you face the Yankees, somebody like Seth Martinez could find his way onto the team because he, he would probably face the Yankees pretty good. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. So if, if we're putting Will Smith on, we're not, we're not taking another pitcher off, right? No. You're, you're saying replace him with, or, or Myers. With Jake Myers. Um, so do you think Dubon offers more value than Myers? Uh, it doesn't matter what we think. Uh, it matters what we saw in that DS. Yes, Jake Myers did Excellent that point. game, but he had two at-bats. And then Dusty Baker's like, yeah, I'm done. You struck out twice. I'm good. I saw well, what I needed to see, and I don't <laughs> I, I want you out. So, You know, Eric, I hope Alemnes Diaz gets more at-bats. I hope Vasquez gets more at-bats because I think they have – you know, especially Vasquez, like if it's the Yankees, you, you got to give Vasquez a start because this guy is a Yankee killer. 
Like when they when the when the Red Sox traded and the Yankees were like, thank goodness we don't have to face him like in the first round of the playoffs. Like, you know, because he has done damage to the New York Yankees. Um, and so the roster moves, I think they'll be minimal. I don't think there will be any earth shattering or any seismic shifts in this team or its performance because this team celebrates the other. This team is willing to take on the role. And like someone mentioned earlier that Luis Garcia said that he'd be willing to pitch anywhere, anytime, any game. And, you know, I just think if we can emphasize the Hunter Brown two innings, how huge that is. And going back to when I when I talked to him and he said, I love getting elected to the Futures game, but I want to be at Minute Maid Park helping the Astros win another World Series. And Eric, this kid is doing his thing. He has taken off and he has grown up really, really fast. You're right. Fans are going to freak out if our bullpen gives up a run or two. We're spoiled. This last series... I was shocked when I looked back and I saw that it was only one single run. And that was Christian Javier. He gave up a home run, I believe. Yes. Wait, I just said one single run. I just repeated myself. That was very redundant of me. I apologize. Sorry. Okay. Uh, So the Yankees, the reason why you wouldn't add Will Smith to uh, against the Yankees is the only lefty they have is Anthony Rizzo, unless um, Ben Attendee is ready. He's been dealing with a broken, a fractured hamate bone. So he, he may be returning to the Yankees lineup before the ALCS. So if he's on there, they'll give you two lefties, but uh, do you really want to add Will Smith against the Yankees? Uh, so that'll be a different situation. So if you're looking at the, um, the teams, so I, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, just take off Jake Byers, add Will Smith, or uh, Phil Maton just took himself out of a playoff roster spot. That was so silly of him. I, I don't want to use the other word, but you know what I mean? It's just idiotic. It's pretty stupid. To, uh, it was, it was dumb. It, and, I promise you, as a professional, as a professional athlete, he's probably very pissed off at himself about that. Yeah. So if you're looking at the Astros bullpen, uh, they are pretty good. And uh, looking at the stats, they compare very well to the playoff, the Guardians bullpen during a regular season too. Like the Astros have a 2.80 ERA during a regular season, the Yankees have a 2.97, the Guardians have a 3.05. So they're actually performing underneath what they've performed all year. So I think what you're seeing is the Guardians are stepping up to the occasion, especially against uh, who did they face in the first round? It was the um, it was the uh, Jays, right? No, who? the Guardians. No, no, the Guardians faced the Rays. The Rays, yeah. So uh, they stepped up their game against the Rays, and they're doing that against the Yankees as well. But the Yankees do have that one X factor, even though he's not having a great uh, a great postseason. Aaron Judge and his homer potential. So, uh, but if you look at the Astros' rotation ERA, I mean, compared to the others, the Astros' regular season ERA was two point ninety five. The Yankees was three point fifty one, and the Guardians was three point seventy three. So looking at all those numbers, uh, I think that the Astros have the edge in the bullpen against both teams and the starting rotation. I mean, it's kind of close, but I think the Astros have the slight edge, especially with how they're like six or seven deep. You have Luis Garcia, who basically made a start. Uh, so I'd say that they're, they're a little bit ahead of the other two teams. And 
the offense is probably a little bit behind maybe the Yankees, but they're definitely ahead of the Guardians. Yeah, well, so I'm I'm going to kind of disagree with you a little bit. I think the Astros are head above better than the Yankees in starting pitching. I really think outside of Garrett Cole, I mean, yeah, Nestor Cortez, whatever, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I look at our guys, Eric, I look at four of our seven guys could all be aces on any of these playoff teams, number one. Number two, the guys that didn't pitch, like Urquidy, right? Um, he's still there. He's, remember, he's the one that, he's the only one that has three World Series wins. And again, y'all stay tuned. I'm going to announce here in about a minute or so who won this bobblehead. Um, it's my, my printer is going to magically print up the winner of the bobblehead. I I've got a new printer. It can read my mind and it can, it can go through the, go through the universe of, of locked on Astros. And it can pull a name randomly out of a hat. So that's going to happen. So when you hear my printer going off, you'll know that we're about to announce the winner. So I think the Astros matchup is good, but the Astros more than anybody know that they have to show up. They're not going to go 18 innings against either one of these teams without having to score a run to match. And what I don't want to happen now, I I guess I wouldn't mind Eric if it went in our favor, but I don't need any marathon games, 13 to 12 winning an extra innings. Someone said on the chat, I don't know who it was. They said, I'm rested up for another 18 inning game tomorrow with the Yankees and the Guardians, but that would be absolutely tragic, dude. That would be so tragic for the other team. The Houston Astros, though, they have got their work cut out for them, whatever team comes in, but I think they have the advantage going in. I think MLB is rooting for the Yankees to make it, and I think the nation is rooting for the Guardians because they're sick of the Astros versus Yankees. They've been there, done that, they've seen that, so they want new blood in there to face the Astros and see if somebody else could take them down. Because honestly, the impression across baseball is that the Astros, uh, the Yankees can't handle the Astros. And uh, we heard that earlier in the year that the Yankees were scared that they didn't have enough uh, potential to do that. So uh, the, another question that we can d- maybe discuss in the next podcast is who's going to be the game four starter. Obviously you would think it'll be Christian Javier, but he didn't, he only pitched like what once in that series and he was available for potential game four. I think he only pitched maybe one or two innings. I don't know exactly what he did, but uh, Luis Garcia pitched very well out of bullpen. So he could be somebody that you can throw in as a fourth starter and then keep Christian Javier, who's more acclimated to the bullpen role. So that's something that we can discuss in the next podcast. Yeah, definitely. I, I really, I really like how, how how we match up. I really like how we line up offensively. I think Jose Altuve is due. And when you're over like Altuve going into another series, it's a clean slate. He can get started hot no matter what the pitching matchup is. The, the cool thing is we don't have to face Garrett Cole in game one, which I'm ecstatic about. And so that is good. And whoever the Yankees throw at us now, there is a Yankee player that we have to keep an eye out for because I think he's dangerous and no one's going to talk about him. Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader has been a key component of the Yankees having a game five. He has come on. He's got the defense. His bat has been awakened. 
So the Astros need to pitch this kid very smart because he is the guy yeah. that can surprise you if you make a mistake. And uh, there were some rumors back at the trade deadline that the Ast- that the Yankees made that trade to to compete with the Astros in the playoffs because they needed another bat like him. Yeah, definitely. Well, so I'm going to reveal, because my printer just printed this out, I'm going to reveal the person who won the Jordan Alvarez 2021 ALCS MVP bobblehead. And this is a person that has been with our show. I think they've watched probably every show that we've had here on YouTube. And maybe they followed us before that. But right here, the winner is, I don't know if you can see it, Mr. Corona is the winner of the Jordan Alvarez bobblehead. Mr. Corona, you need to hit me up on Twitter and I will send you and we will get this Jordan Alvarez bobblehead to you um, this week. We'll get it to you, Mr. Corona. Congratulations. Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. Send me your address and we'll get that to you, sir. Congratulations on winning that. You deserve it. And on Josh Naylor, this is a guy that I believe that used to work with Jeremy Booth over at Program 15. And I remember hearing years ago about Josh Naylor said, this kid is going to be really good. And so now we're seeing him kind of rise. Um, And Garrett Cole said after the game, uh, like they expected him to be mad, but uh, he was kind of like, oh, uh, it's nothing. It was cute. And so, <laughs> yeah, he acted like he didn't see it. Now, I don't know if he did or not. I didn't see the camera angle. But yeah, Garrett Cole did a perfect job, like basically deflecting that because he could have made a big deal. I would have said, well, we're going to game five in the Yankee Stadium. So that's fine. Right. They need to finish the job. I'm just saying, man, I, I, ju- I just really believe that. I think Naylor kind of put the nail in the coffin, dude. Naylor shouldn't have done that. Like, like that's why you don't Dave Roberts your series. Did you see the Did you see the quote that went around when the Dodgers got got expelled from the playoffs? He went yeah. on he went on um, Rich Eisen show, I believe, and said, "We are going to win the World Series in 2022. I guarantee you. There's no way this team loses. We're going to win it this year." And I was like, "What?" He guaranteed a World Series win. Boom, they're done. And all the crying about all the top seeds. Oh, it's so unfair for these lower seeds, 281 teams in the National League to be in the NLCS. No, it's called do your job. I mean, if the Astros had gotten beat by the Mariners, it's not the playoff system. It's the team that got beat. It's it's your fault. You deserve to lose. This is not I-9 sports. If you get beat by the other team, fair and square, that would be like the Astros saying, well, 2021 title should be ours automatically because the Braves linked into the playoffs. Right. So the playoff system is what it is. We can like it or not. It's it's here to stay. We don't have the ghost run on second. Thank God. Now the 18 inning game might have been shorter. But Eric, most of those runners that got on second until late in the game didn't get on second until there were two outs in just about every inning. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to see who wins this matchup because it, that really decides who uh, the Astros put on the ALCS roster. And if you look at uh, both pitchers, uh, Cortez and Bieber, if it does become Bieber, um, Cortez pitched five innings, allowed two earned runs, three strikeouts. 
And then if you look at what uh, Bieber did in that last start, it was five and two thirds innings, two earned runs, seven strikeouts. So they both pitched okay in that first game. Uh, they kept their team in a game. I believe when they both left, it was two to two. So from there, it, the Guardians went on to win that game in the 10th inning. But um, I think that wh- whichever starting pitcher comes out hotter is going to win the game. And I, I don't know which team I want. I really don't know which team I want at this point because they both have their advantages, disadvantages. I think the Astros really play good against the Yankees. They play good at Yankee Stadium. It should be Minute Park, Minute Maid Park 3.0 if we're calling uh, Arlington Stadium uh, 2.0. So, um, but I agree. So, oh, and, we'll see. and yes, David asked, does Jose Altuve 0 for 17 finally get a hit? Yes, he does. I'm not going to predict him home runs or anything. So, look, here's the deal, Eric. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not predicting the series. I'm not predicting if the Astros win in five games or four games or six games. I'm just going to tell you right now, if the Astros take care of business, the results will speak for themselves. The Astros will come out victorious. So let's just address Altuve. We have addressed Altuve. I addressed Altuve last night. He saw 25 pitches in that last game. 17 of them were out of the zone. He swung at every single one of them. He swung at all the pitches in the zone. The eight pitches he saw in the zone, he only hit two between the foul lines. They were both outs. He had five swings and misses. He was clearly trying to do too much. Jose Altuve, of all people, will be a student of his own game. And I believe, Eric, he's going to come out better. He's probably still going to swing at that first pitch. But I think after that first pitch, he needs to lay off a little bit. And that's a scouting report. So you bet that they're not going to give him a plug nickel to hit in those first two ABs. And if they do, it's only because the pitcher made a mistake. All right. um, Somebody asked earlier, um, who do we prefer to face in the World Series? Well, we have to get to the World Series first. But... um, I, I've predicted that the, I mean, it was kind of a joke prediction. I predicted the Padres and who knew, if that comes true, that'd be weird, but it's just weird that all these big teams are getting knocked off. But I, uh, the, I think the Phillies have a good overall team. I think the Padres, they have some weaknesses, but, uh, the, but they look pretty good. They took out the Dodgers and I know people are saying, well, it wasn't 60 game season. So that's why they're the Dodgers didn't win at all. But uh, the Dodgers are still a good team. And so the Padres were able to take out the Dodgers. So that scares me a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll see which team comes out of the NL. But both teams, they have their own uh, differences. So go close out the show, Brett. Yeah, um, you know, to close out the show and what I do, someone's asking me what my lineup for game one will be. I'm going to leave that until I know tomorrow night who we're going to face because I think the lineup looks different in a Yankees or guardians matchup. And so, um, good Lord, can we get rid of the bots? Stop. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Um, why do they always come in at the last minute? Like, come on bots. If you're going to jump in, at least jump in at the beginning, try to get the, anyways, I think it depends guardians, Yankees, that is going to tell you, what the lineup's going to be. So I I can't say that either way, who's going to be there, who's not. This is an ALCS side, I think, is the most anticipated that we've had in all our years in Houston. And if it's the Yankees, it's going to be another welcome rivalry game against New York, who we've absolutely owned in the playoffs 
The ownage has got to continue. It's not going to stop this year. Not with this team. Not now. And just so y'all know, I didn't put that up on purpose. It's very easy to accidentally push the uh, put it up button when you're trying to block them. So, oh, I thought I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, maybe you did. I don't know. So one of us did it, but it's okay. Um, oh, that's well. all we got for this edition. Uh, tomorrow we'll know who the Astros are going to be playing in ALCS. It's going to be 307 start times, our time. So we'll see what happens. But that's all we got for this edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, hopefully my voice will be a little bit better. But um, go Strohs, and we'll see you tomorrow.